0: Speaking of travel is brought to you by the Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at flyabl.com. Appalachian Realty, they've been helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Visit them at appalachianrealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown Asheville. And Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. There's no better way to experience the best of the mountains in one place than at Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. That's ChimneyRockPark.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required.
1: Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 101.1 FM, The Revolution. And be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net, and you can sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club, and you'll receive the latest travel news and travel tips. It's really, really cool, so you should do it. Just go to speakingoftravel.net. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of speaking of travel or any past episode with a simple click on the speaking of travel website speakingoftravel.net on the iHeartRadio app on iTunes Spotify and even on Google Play and you can you can follow speaking of travel on Facebook Instagram and Twitter Well, you know, whenever you travel, eating is a great opportunity for connecting to the people and places of the world. Food is part of life. So when food is involved, breaking down barriers just gets easier. You know, the legendary chef and food writer James Beard said, food is our common ground, a universal experience. Well, taking those words to heart, Katie Button and Felix Miana create food experiences to create and unite people all together. And Katie and Felix are the husband and wife partners behind Katie Button Restaurants in Asheville and Corte Trips, the culinary travel expeditions to Spain and Portugal. And I am so excited to have them both right here in the studio today. Katie and Felix, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, this isn't your first time. You've been here before. That was over a year ago, and a lot has changed since. Then Hello. yes,
2: <laughs> you're right. We're you, staying busy. <laughs> you are staying busy.
1: You've added to your family. If- I yes. recall you had a baby. Yes. That's right. A three month old yeah. little boy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you were here last time we were talking about traveling with your daughter, now you're gonna have double traveling duty, right? <laughs>
2: yes. Yes. We we just won't go into the, the outnumbered realm where uh we're we're a one man to man defense. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well that'll be so much fun, and we'll have to have you
1: back next year so you can tell us about these journeys that you've been <laughs> on. Kid travel. We'll make a whole Great. new segment on that. But in the meantime you've got a new restaurant opening
2: up too tell us about your your restaurants and what's going on with that Sure. So, um, you know, we have Curate and Nightbell, and um, we're about to open by the end of this month, which is really soon, uh, Button & Co Bagels. So it's a bagel shop um, with sandwiches and um, housemade um and sable, which is a, a smoked um, black cod fish that's rubbed in sumac and pastrami and scrambled eggs and country ham and the, the whole thing, coffee and tea and housemade made sodas. And we're really having a lot of fun with the um, uh, kind of putting our unique, unique touches from where we are in southern Appalachia and Asheville on the idea and concept of a bagel shop.
3: And following pretty much the, the same philosophy that we have uh, with Nibel, the actually is going to be upstairs. So the button Co bagels is going to be downstairs. So it's in the same building. So don't get confused. And um, it's gonna be just behind where was the um, the main entrance, where the host was. Is a wall behind. It's not gonna be there anymore. And the big old shop is right behind.
1: Wow, you're doing a lot of uh, a lot of changing up um, yep. things. You know, that was one thing, and it, I wanted to just kind of talk to you about a bit, and we can do it right now. Is uh, preservation. That's a big part of what you do, mm-hmm. and when you created the the first restaurant and, and even your addition i know you've even won an award for preservation i would think that would come from your your just having
2: um that is part of your kind of your psyche right yeah absolutely i mean i would say sustainability in general is a is a big um kind of core value for us in our company and uh, it starts with preservation so both of our all of our concepts you know the original building correte was in the expansion of Courte, where we added the ver- vermuteria the vermouth bar and then and then also nightbell and the bagel shop they've been repurposed old buildings you know that we've done uh, according to um, historic preservation guidelines um, and put, you know, a new use in them, but uh, retained their character. And I think that that's really important because we want downtown. The architecture in downtown is amazing. The history behind the architecture is amazing. And we want to keep that and um, have it last forever. Felix, anything else you'd like to
1: add to that as far as, you know, because tell us a little bit about you and where you're from.
3: From Well, as you can tell, uh, I'm not from the south. Um, I'm originally from Spain, so that's why we start with, um, with a Spanish restaurant, and um, and that was our first concept. And we put a lot of effort and and build that restaurant. And the reputation that we get is because that. But um, soon enough, we start Nibel, and and we have uh, you know put in the same effort and try to build uh, the restaurant that is now and uh And just adding the big old shop makes totally sense, you know, like I was saying before, to keep the the philosophy uh behind and this is where we are now. And and then, uh, yeah, because I'm from Spain, and I've been traveling a lot, and when I was working in El Bulli, I had my off seasons. I, you know, always loved to travel, and Katie was, like, pushing me uh, to maybe one day make a, um, a tour to Spain, and the cookbook came around, and it was a perfect timing. And uh, we decided to do one tour, and we partnered with the right people in Spain. y Tomar are my, my partners in Spain. They, they run an agent. And um, the same year, we just did two more trips. And then we did uh, four more for for this year. Um, They all sold out. And we already have four more for 2019. And we add also different itineraries. Now we have Portugal, as you you mentioned before, and the Basque Country. And they're pretty much both uh, getting close to be sold out, too, for 2020. So it's like a very, very... Great news and uh, we are very happy how it's running and it's a, as an aside business, we never thought it would be, but it's becoming very popular and uh, our clients are very loyal and they love to travel with us.
1: Well, it is definitely a side hustle that's worked <laughs> for you both. And how? Do, let's talk a little bit about uh, how you choose kind of where your tour is going to go.
3: So we start with a with a first one that it relates more um, to my background and my hometown and my origins in Spain. So people that come to Curate and they want to know more about where I come from, where I go to eat, the wineries they work with, in to bring the wines to our wine list. Um, friends that they, they run restaurants, hotels. Everything is family-owned, so very. We make f- people to feel very local. So the first itinerary was something that I know very well, so it was easy to do Barcelona and the Costa Brava, and then we decided to to finish the trip going the south and do completely different thing and and educate people about the sherry world and the tuna experience and the pigs, and uh, so that is a very complete um, trip where we, we offer a lot of options. And I think it's a, that that's the most popular one. is the being, is the first one. We already did four of them. So
2: <laughs> wow, yeah, and that, you know, I would I would say that like the one thing that really we realized when we were developing these trips that we had all these amazing connections in Spain, not only because Felix is from there and we're and we both used to, I mean he worked there for a long time in the hospitality industry and I worked there um, for a couple of seasons at El Buí. but the the connections that we have made over there in the hospitality industry, in wineries, in purveyors because we buy their products and serve them in our restaurant here in Asheville. Um, It's just amazing. And so we realized that we could really create tours that brought people to these places that we had special connections with. And then... it it felt more familiar, more like home, more friendly. Um, You know, Felix walks in the door, and it's hugs from the owner. And they're rolling out the red carpet to serve us a special experience or open special bottles of wine or show us something new that they're working on. And that's been something that's really exciting. That is very exciting.
1: And when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about that. And also, I know that collaboration and partnerships are are a big part of your philosophy and the way that you run your business and obviously the way that you connect and partner with people. And, uh, you know, again, James Beard, I'm sure you've heard this of him, you know, food is our common ground, a universal experience. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979.
4: Leave ordinary behind with a visit to Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. Surround yourself with breathtaking views of Lake Lure and the Hickory Nut Gorge while enjoying six hiking trails, rock climbing with Fox Mountain Guide instructors, and Animal Discovery Den, unique events, and more. Whether you're new to hiking or a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone at The Rock. To plan your next Chimney Rock adventure, visit ChimneyRockPark.com to see an online trail map and a listing of the park's upcoming events.
0: With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out.
4: Fly me to the moon, let me play. Among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars.
1: Welcome Can back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball. I'm your host. Oh, I'm excited my. to have Katie Button and Felix Mayana here in the studio talking about food and travel and tell us again about um uh, Katie, you were talking about we were talking about sustainability and and I want to talk a little bit because Felix was in describing these trips that you take and that you, you have these wonderful relationships with people and you have wonderful relationships with people here mm-hmm. in Asheville and I would imagine that that's kind of a MO for you guys anywhere you go, but let's talk a little bit about collaboration and partnership and and how that works to uh, to create more connection.
2: Absolutely. Well, um, you know, talking about the restaurants first, you know, it's extremely important and we have a lot of connections, not only in Spain, but locally. I mean, you know, it, it's really important. Our, all our, as much local produce as we can get throughout the year when it's in season is coming from all of our local farmers and we use local artists for the work in our restaurants, metalwork and, and painting and, and things like that. And really, I mean, um our k- kind of decision making processes on on food products is on like where it's coming from and how it's grown or raised and then and the quality right and then and then we're making a decision on where we're getting that from which ends up being very heavily weighted locally because quality and um also because you know exactly how it's being grown and taken care of so that's the restaurant side um you know as far as the uh trip side of things and the traveling side You know, the one thing that's really interesting about Spain is that I have loved about these trips is that you get to dive in and really learn more about the food culture of Spain, like the way that they treat their pigs and the way that their farming is based is totally different than how we do it here in the U.S. The Iberico pigs, they're based off of they're kind of raised in the way that they were in the in the wild. So they have to have. Uh, each per pig, you know, I think it's like four acres or something. No,
3: it's a two and a half, but the ones that we work with, they have five.
2: The ones that we work with have five <laughs> acres. Yeah, it's five acres of land per pig. Covered with, you know, a certain density of oak trees for the acorns that fall for them to like we went and visit. They just naturally roam around and eat whatever they want. Mushrooms, acorns. They have the best life. You know, they're treated with such care. It's really it's really shocking. And it's not about farming. It's about continuing the path of how you know, the way they enjoyed living um, originally.
3: Yeah, I was just right there a, a week ago. That was the, this um, part of the trip that we do to the south of Spain, and we were in um, in Jabugo. It's in in the region of Huelva. It's very close to Portugal, and, and an hour and a half from Sevilla. And we take um, our group there, and they were fascinating. You know, seeing the pigs. You know, like run around and uh, how well they're. You know, and how happy they are, and they call them happy for a reason because they really are. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's a, the Montanera season is about to start. It's when the acorns they fall from the tree, and it's like natural feeding, so they eat the acorn. Uh, how they, as soon as they f- they fell from the tree, so it's about to start now. And uh, so that that was, we hit, you know, the right moment to be there. It was beautiful.
1: And, you know, I would imagine being raised in that kind of environment, too, that you would have as part of your, um, just part of who you are, is a sense of green, uh, holistic, uh, natural.
3: Mediterranean diet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
1: the Mediterranean diet, exactly. Exactly. And being able to... uh, I, this is you know when i talk to people here on speaking of travel travel opens your mind it 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 creates uh those aha moments like oh i never even thought a pig could have a 2 acres of its own um and talking about uniting people and connecting people all through these philosophies do you find that as you take people on your tours um are, do you promote this kind of green travel and sustainability uh, with your with your fellow travelers?
3: Yes. Yeah, that's very important. So every every trip that we do, we, we try to show uh, that part of the region that we are visiting. It's a mix of that and restaurants and nice hotels, and then we bring the wineries as well. But that's part of the greenish, too. So
1: Exactly. Yeah. And then you bring that back here. In the in the way that you do your business as well, that's a big part of it. Even down to the way that um, that
2: you treat your employees. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's important for us. Sustainability is not just about you know the fact that we compost and uh, buy sustainable products. It is about we really want to make the hospitality industry a sustainable career for the people who work for us. So you know we work really hard on creating um, benefit. Uh, offerings for our staff that really um, that really help them and, and so that they can, you know, hopefully want to continue on in this and move up with us into management and grow with us and make this a career. And not only a career, but a community. Yes. yes. And that is a big part
1: of what you both do. And it sounds... As if when you go home and you take people on these wonderful journeys, that you are introducing them and and even assimilating people into your community.
3: Yeah, I always say thank them, you know, to allowing me to show them Spain. You know, they they come to Spain when they come to my restaurant, and I appreciate that. But that's a different way to see Spain now by my hand in my country. So it's definitely uh, an experience. And
1: Katie, you're going to be... Taking a trip, taking, leading the group. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm
2: going to start. My goal has always been to lead one tour each year. Um, Felix is the main tour guide. That's his thing. He's a front of the house guy. He's, he's, he's awesome and a natural at that. But I create
3: experiences.
2: So he creates experiences. But I'm excited about leading one trip a year. And next year, I'm leading the November trip to, um, Madrid and the Castile region. That's about to
3: start. In, a, in two weeks from now, also, the, the one from this year. Oh,
2: right, the one that you're leading yeah. this year. Yeah, and I'll lead the, that one next year. So November of next year, it's me. So. <laughs> well, how are you going to get prepared? How do you get prepared to do something like that? Well, I mean, you know, you review the itinerary and make sure that you know all the things, and more importantly, that you know the people to call if something goes wrong. And and we have a wonderful Palidari Tomar, the, the company that helps us work on the logistics. They're fantastic with that, so I really feel supported in that area and then and then it's just you know reviewing a little bit about the places that we're going but we we you know have the at each place that we visit we have the experts on hand to do the in-depth explanation you know so I'm just kind of like facilitating and introducing people and bringing my like personal experience and personal stories to it and connections but um, the experts are diving deep into the history of Toledo for example or you know the the history behind suckling pig and things like that so.
3: and, and this particular trip Katie already did um, with me some research uh, back in the years so she's been already in the city she's been in some of the restaurants that she's going so she, she knows
1: how fun <laughs> so what do you rent a van do you get a, how do people go from place to place we
3: depending on the the group that we have we normally have like a 12 to 16 17 max um, we for long distance we have a bigger bus and then we move with with the small uh, buses and, but everything like Katie said you know Palabra Tomar and the, the ones working the logistics and they, we always had the right bus for the right place to go and the right guide waiting for us. And it's, it's amazing.
1: Oh, it sounds yeah. dreamy. So how would somebody uh, find out more information if they wanted to sign up?
2: Sure. Um, I mean, you can find a link on our website, the restaurants.com website, or you can go straight to the TRIP website, which is trips.com And curate is spelled like the word curate. Um, so curatetrips.com.
3: Yeah, and this will be so. The trip that I'm going now, this is the November, the Katie will do next year. Is then is the last one for this year. So it will it will be the set the the seventh one, and for next year we already sold out portugal bus countries almost done and then we have the one in may they were going to catalonia and Andalusia, and and this one again the November. yes
2: that we still have places for most of those trips and yeah. you can find all the 2019 trips online
1: all right yeah. well i would definitely go online now because it sounds like if you miss out you're you're missing out so <laughs> <laughs> thank you felix and katie we'll be back right after the break arlington street right near downtown appalachian realty helping people call Asheville home
5: since 1979 hi this is tina kinsey and i'm with Asheville regional airport and i have a travel tip for you today are you planning that trip of a lifetime a big wonderful adventure it's really fun to have one on the calendar so you can look forward to that big day when you board your flight but these trips are usually pretty expensive You spend significant dollars on your airline tickets, lodging, other transportation, and excursions. Did you know that most airline tickets and other trip expenses may not be refundable? That's why you may want to consider trip insurance. Should you have to cancel your trip for pre-approved reasons, such as a medical issue, you can recoup some or all of your trip expenses, depending on your policy. You can purchase trip insurance from many insurance agencies. You are not bound to purchase from the seller of your tickets, tour, or cruise. And the cost is usually a very small fraction of the cost of your trip. It's worth looking into.
4: Visit Chimney Rock State Park once and you'll want to come back for more. Get an annual pass for unlimited visits to the park for a year, exclusive events and special deals at the park shops and restaurants, and more. Become an annual pass holder at ChimneyRockPark.com. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars.
1: It's time to catch up with our good pal, Doc Lawrence, on the Gourmet 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 Highway. And Doc is traveling today to Fernandina Beach, Florida, where he is just having a great time. Hey, Doc, I heard that this is as nice a community you can find anywhere. And I heard the sunrises are spectacular. So tell us all about it.
6: Maryland, I'm looking out over the sand and a wonderful view of the Atlantic and fishing boats. This is a beach bum's paradise here in Fernandina Beach, Florida. Now, that might not be so familiar to you, but when I tell you that it is the original town and it's kind of the capital of Amelia Island, Florida, the great resort, then you kind of get the idea where I am. But, Maryland, This old town is original Florida. This is where you want to go if you enjoy Victorian architecture, you enjoy the old ways of people that lived off the ocean, that existed off the fruits of the sea, because that's what Fernandina Beach is all about. And don't get me wrong, this is a modern place. The locals here are as modern as anybody in Atlanta or Charlotte or anywhere else. But they have that wonderful quality of small-town living and lifestyles, which is a lot of fun. You know, I'm looking out right now across the Atlantic, and I can just about see Cumberland Island, the great natural preserve that uh, has wild horses on it and is almost completely uninhabited to this day. That's the beauty of Fernandina Beach. So many good things are close by. This is where you go in northeast Florida for shrimp, oysters, and fresh fish, Maryland. They got them here. Uh, Each year in May, to be specific, Fernandina Beach hosts the Shrimp Festival, one of the largest in the world, and that includes the blessing of the fleet. It attracts thousands of visitors, including yours truly. And Marilyn, let me invite you right now to join me and the locals here next May. And let's eat some shrimp and have some fun. You know, speaking of eating, I had a baker's dozen of oysters on the half shell at the Salty Pelican Bar and Grill. And I really enjoyed this with a bottle of chilled Cru Chablis from the Burgundy region of France. It's the perfect pairing, and I kind of got the idea from Ernest Hemingway's A Moveable Feast when he replicated about this same thing. Marilyn, tonight I plan on dining at Cafe Caribou, and you know what? The crab cakes and the stuffed flounder are kind of dancing in my imagination right now. All I've got to do is figure out which wine I'm going to order with it, but I'll find one. Ferdinand Beach, Maryland, is the only U.S. city to have been under the flags of eight different countries. Count them. And you know that one of those countries included Mexico. I'm not kidding you. The Mexican flag flew here at one time, along with many, many others. There's great history here. And one of the most intriguing facts is that the great African-American boxer, reuben hurricane carter was born here and his story maryland is memorialized by nobel prize winner bob dylan the song is called of course the hurricane fernandina beach is an ocean city everything here is connected culturally and environmentally to the moving flowing fresh and salt water and that's the way it should be the air is fresh the living here is always going to be easy, and the pace, Maryland, is what I call manana. If it can wait till tomorrow, it's going to. Well, I enjoy the beach, I enjoy the ocean, I enjoy seafood, and I enjoy friendly people, and Fernandina Beach is loaded with it. Well, Marilyn, i got to go clean up and get ready for tonight for the big feast, and I hate to leave, but it's going to be so long for now, And this is Doc Lawrence for Maryland Ball and Speaking of Travel on the Gourmet Highway in Fernandina Beach, Florida, saying, I'll see you soon in your hometown.
1: Wow, Doc, pristine beaches, history, shopping, and great restaurants. What a great place. It is totally on my radar. Thanks for sharing this special place with us, and so long for now. You know, you can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. Well, I'm here in the studio today talking about gourmet uh, and even a gourmet highway. You guys, Katie Button and Felix Beana are here uh, from – now, how do you introduce
2: yourself anymore? Is it Katie Button Restaurants? Yes, yeah, that's our um, company name now, uh, um, all in encompassing of, of all of our businesses. You have so many. How do you keep <laughs> up? That's what I wonder. You have two kids now, but you have your whole f- you have your family is here. We have a lot of support. I mean, you know, the we have only a big way- team behind yeah. us. Yeah, we have a lot of support with our teams in the restaurants, and then also family. I mean, my mother and my father live here and work with us as well, and. Um, you know, we have a, a wonderful nanny, so which is very important, and um, it's it it does it it takes a, a village to do it all. But um, it's, we're very fortunate. It does. It takes
1: mm-hmm. a village, and let's talk about that just a bit because it, it, earlier we were talking about collaboration. That, that's such a an important uh, principle in the way that you do your business and have. Um, so much success, not only here in Asheville with your restaurants, but also uh, on your trips and connecting people together and creating community. But Katie, talk to us a little bit about um, we are so f- in Western North Carolina and Asheville to have such amazing culinary Options uh, from Spanish food, tapas, to wonderful chocolate, uh, everything, I, I, fresh vegetables. Tell us how you have um, developed, created this sense of community around your peers and your colleagues.
2: Sure. I mean, we, um, uh, the one thing that w- was a big reason why we wanted to live in Asheville was because it's a smaller community. We knew that we could really be connected with the uh, farmers and, um, you know, artisans and, and also other restaurateurs and chefs in town, um, in a really close way. And that's exactly what it's ended up being. I mean, Asheville's growing and, um, everybody's kind of supporting everybody through that growth and we're all you know kind of cheering each other on because we we see that the 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 better that each of us is doing um the individuals are doing the the be- better the collective whole um uh, actually performs so we're we're really excited to be a part of that and you know um I know that we're. There's been a little bit of talk about um, a culinary festival, well, a kind of makers festival, food-focused makers festival, coming on, and we're we're planning something for next year in 2019, slated for sometime in September. Um, we don't have the specifics totally dialed in, but it is collaborative across um, a whole. I mean, we're you know a whole bunch of different. Um, areas from farmers, chefs, bartenders, distillers, brewers, beekeepers, you know, chocolate makers. I mean, um, cheesemakers are really potters, you know, and um, we're really trying to uh, include as many people as possible in this celebration of Asheville, our food scene, and how we all come together around the table. Well, coming around the table is so
1: important and I know whenever I go to your restaurants I always feel like I'm home, like I'm treated like part of the family and when we come back I want to talk a little bit with you too Felix about what it's like when you go to Spain and you are there with your family and bringing all these strangers to the table and All right. well (laughs) this is Marilyn Ball, you're listening to Speaking of Travel, we'll be right back
0: With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out.
1: Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979.
4: Visit Chimney Rock State Park once and you'll want to come back for more. Get an annual pass for unlimited visits to the park for a year. Exclusive events and special deals at the park shops and restaurants and more. Become an annual pass holder at ChimneyRockPark.com. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars.
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball. I'm your host. I'm here with Katie Button and Felix Mayana. We're talking travel. We're talking eating. We're talking community and sustainability. And, you know, I have a long bucket list, I want you to know, of places where I want to go And trips that I want to go on. And both of you are doing exactly what I want to be doing. So Felix, let's talk a little bit more about the trips, because, you know, I, I was telling you at the break, it took me a very long time to uh, go on a group trip. Uh, I think there's a stigma, almost, a perception of what a group trip looks like. What do you kind of walk us through and give us some idea of what it's like? Uh, you know, let's say I was coming on a trip or Randy here was going on a trip. What would it be like for us? So,
3: well, first of all, so the, the average, you know, is very like uh, we have people from different ages, uh, people from Asheville, people from North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, New York, like people are people that are being coming to the restaurants or people that they know know us so that's also you know like a benefit for me because i know that people are going to like the tour because they've been in the restaurant so they know the experience that i already developed for them so uh, the, the um is going to be depending on which trip you are it's going to be like um, seven nights or nine nights and we make them you know very easy you know we know that you're going to get some gel luck going on the first Two days, so you can then day the day before you rest. Then the, ne- the next day you are ready, and we we do a balance, you know, of you know nice hotels, nice restaurants. Some of them are Michelin stars. Some of them are more casual and more rustic. And um, we try to give you time for your own, so you can have a break, like a four-hour break, five hours break sometimes. Sometimes we even give you a night off. So. You know, because the trip is intense too. We're offering you a lot of food. You're gonna eat lunch and dinners. We're gonna be drinking wine all the time, and that's my job. I have to offer everything, so it's gonna be there for you. It's on you to finish it or not. <laughs> so it is a it, it is a good balance of everything, and um, and we have like also like singles. Uh, we have couples. Sometimes like a mother and daughter. Um, it's like it's it's been amazing how much you know like how many different kind of people have been joining the trip. Um, and it's on us, you know, me and my partners, to make everybody welcome. And uh, and by the second day, everybody's on party. Everybody connects, and uh, it's amazing to see, you know, how much fun they're having.
2: Yeah, and an example, I mean, you would start the tour maybe with a dinner in a in a amazing restaurant with mind-blowing food and then the next day do a walking tour of Barcelona to discover the history and visit the Sagrada Familia. Then you might go up the coast to the Costa Brava and have paella on the beach looking out at the Mediterranean with like these rock cliffs that like dive into the pristine blue water and um, while you're drinking cava and then you you
3: know that's and the fisherman is cooking that paella is a friend of mine right so it makes things like even more like a local and make you feel like if if we were not there with you you will not be getting that experience right
1: Well, you're talking dirty to me, so that's all I can say right now, because that just sounds luxurious, but at the same time, casual. Yes. Yes. That we would be very casual, uh, kind of take your lead. and, And I would imagine at the end of these trips that people are really, like...
3: Connected, They're already signing up for the next one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> They're already thinking on that.
2: <laughs> and the best thing about it is that, you know, because it's a food-focused trip, you know, I mean, there is history and culture. It already gets like-minded people together, right? So it's like people who – everybody who's there is, like, passionate about food and wine and travel. And so what greater way to meet, you know, a bunch of other people who share exactly what you do? Well, I can tell you I've been on your website – uh,
1: the trip website and the pictures. Who's taking all these beautiful photos? It's
3: a mix of me and, and my partners, but uh, I take uh, most of them. Felix, yeah. I'm telling
1: you, you know, don't quit your day job. But National Geographic might be coming knocking on your door. Right. Those are gorgeous pictures, and the food pictures are delicious. I mean, I feel like I just want to eat the picture. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So tell us again where we can go to get more information, not only on
2: the trip, but also for for the restaurants. Great. So for the trip-specific website is curatetrips.com. And curate is spelled like the word curate, C-U-R-A-T-E, trips.com. But you can also find it through a link on our website and all of our other restaurants on our website, com. And
1: I'm curious, how did you, when you first opened the restaurant, how did
2: this name come to you? Curate. Yes. Yeah, so it's a kind of a funny story because, uh, my, uh, you know, we were all brainstorming ideas. My mother was involved. We're all in this together. And we, and she was sending word ideas. And she sent the word curate by email to Felix because it was kind of like an interesting word. And we were thinking about that. And Felix read it in Spanish.
3: And I say, your mom is a genius.
2: <laughs> exactly. As curate, which means cure yourself, take care of yourself. It just, like, fits so much. And the relationship with the cured hams and things that come from Spain and, you know, yeah, sure, it's not always that simple to pronounce, but everybody knows what we're talking about.
3: And even more yeah. now, we are curating trips.
1: That <laughs> is absolutely right. Oh,
2: my gosh. It's
1: endless what you can do with this word. Yes. I'm yes. telling you what. Well, that was very fortuitous of her for to, to send it and how it all came about. And what about nightbell? How? How did that one come up? Well,
2: Night Bell, you know, it's a restaurant. We're only open for dinner. It's kind of tucked hidden now above a bagel shop. So it's got that kind of speakeasy field. Um, and we just, I, I honestly, we're flipping through words in the dictionary and came up with the compound word, Night Bell. And um, it was a doorbell that you would ring after hours. And we just felt like that was a really good fit for it that It is concept. a good fit because <laughs> you really kind of have to do that. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> so the bagel place will be... Right there on street level. Oh. The storefront is now the bagel shop. Yeah. Right. And then how will you get ups, up to Night Bell? The at,
3: same way there yeah. was before, yeah.
2: At so night, when the bagel stair? shop, yep. yeah, it's at night when the bagel shop's closed. There's actually a few tables in the front where, while you're, if you're like, if the upstairs is full and you need to sit and have a drink, you can do so in the bagel shop, and we'll serve you a, a beverage. And but, um, but yes, you would just uh, the host is right there in the front of the bagel shop, you know, at the entrance of the stairs to Night Bell. It's pretty obvious with signage and things when you see it when you're down there. But.
1: Well, it sounds like locks and bourbon might be on the menu, right? <laughs> yes,
2: it's <laughs> a good. Comment. Combination. <laughs>
1: so I want to just talk to you a little bit too. You know, we've we've talked about sustainability and, and green travel and and collaboration and um you know, preservation, I want to talk just a, a bit about your helping others, because that's a big part of what you do. And I don't know that a lot of people even know that. Um, and and I, I want to commend you and thank you. But give us some idea of, of how
2: that works for you. Sure. Yeah, we, um we think it's really important to be involved in our community and also um, contribute to whatever causes are kind of feeling right at the at the moment. And, Um, uh, one and my mother Liz has really been heading up the community efforts Um, she has made wonderful connection with the Haywood Street Congregation and their series um, uh, Welcome Table where they serve you know anybody who needs a meal um, every Wednesday and Sunday and she's rallied ourselves and the restaurants in town to take on the burden of cooking some of these meals. Um, And it's wonderful because people get to come in and eat a meal cooked by Us and our chefs or, you know, um, all the other. There's a bunch of restaurant partners who are involved in town. And if you haven't looked it up, I I suggest that you do because it's really amazing how the communities come together. John Fleer has stepped forward and really also been a huge part of Welcome Table and its success. So that's something we're really excited about, feeding people. Obviously. And then, you know, we, we have run fundraising campaigns for disaster relief. Most recently, um, Hurricane Florence, you know, it hit so close to home and North Carolina is still recovering. I mean, there are many people who are still, having serious issues and and major damage and um we you know got a bunch of community partners and restaurants together to work on a fundraising campaign called benevolent spirits and um that's been a lot of fun and we've raised uh 10 over ten thousand dollars for that which was amazing so that's just a couple examples. Of but. course. And I,
1: and I want to thank you both for, uh, for leading and being a part of this effort. And, you know, just in wrapping everything up, it, it's so um, – it's just very affirming that, uh, that you bring your culture and your travel and your experiences with people from all over the world. Uh, you share them. With us, with our community, which is your community, now you're taking people home <laughs> and sharing more sharing with community. Um, this these are ideas and philosophies and principles that we want to kind of pay forward, um, and you're doing it. You're you're there at the at the front lines, and we're having fun. You're having fun, and that's the most important thing, because there's always a glass of kava or something in your hand, right? Exactly. Well, thank you both, Felix and Katie, for being on the show today. I look forward to having you on again next year. Let's follow through. We'll talk more about traveling as parents, what it's like, how these trips unfolded, and I definitely want to get on the list. Tell me one more time how we can get on uh, your website. Um, Either katiebuttonrestaurants.com or curatetrips.com. Awesome. Well, thank you both. Have safe travels, and I will be in the restaurant before you know it.
3: Looking forward to it. Thank you. you for having us.
1: You bet. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. I want you to go out and have a great week. Eat some really good food. Go visit some wonderful local restaurants. And remember, as you step out into your week, don't postpone joy.